0: Woody and Frothy's back again, at Barney and Daggy, just the two of us this week. Plodding along as we do in virtual land this time round. How are you, mate? You're a good buddy and yourself? Well, well, thank you. Uh, cheeky beer in my home and we're good to go to talk about this stuff. So we're back to get stuck into the trial games. We're not going to do our traditional, unit for those that have been along for the ride for the last few years. We will generally go in depth and look at stats and all sorts of good stuff from each and every game. And drag it out for as long as we can, but uh, in this case we're we're going to just touch on what we've seen from the trials over the weekend and what might have changed in our opinion since our infamous five hour preview show, which has uh gone all over YouTube and we've caught plenty of flack floor in some cases uh but we're going to talk about some of those comments too, which is interesting. Uh, But in this case, we're just going to see, you know, look at it as a top-up. We're going to try and uh, not take it too seriously because I think if there's one thing we've learned from the last two years, it's trials tend to mean sweet fuck all. Uh, But we can come up with what we can. Uh, What do you you make of having footy back and getting through the weekend and getting to hear
1: that famous, you know, Fox League theme and all the rest of it? Yeah, obviously very enjoyable to see the footy back on the telly. Um, A couple of very good games and a couple that were a bit – blow par but you expect that when half the teams are trotting out 70% of youngsters in, into a um, you know, in, into a first grade sort of forum um, there was a couple of real good standouts from some young fellas and um, a couple of these teams some, a couple of these teams that ran out younger squads got really got tested and seemed to hang on pretty well for, for some young fellas like especially the storm game they defended extremely well for long periods of time. Which is obviously something you want to see out of your young guys and you could probably throw the Titans in there as well, who defended extremely well with a um basically without a first grader in sight. So it's interesting, um, um
0: with some of the young teams which side of the narrative people want to take. Like with the Titans, some people were critical, whereas realistically they held on against a close to full strength Dolphins team for a fair chunk. Absolutely. Uh Similar with actually a few of the games are similar, so it was, you saw the next day, including even the Tigers, who for a good 50 minutes played their under 18s. Um, yep. people were very critical of you know the fact they only won by two. But you're going through, you've got you know Howard Matt kids doing their best against grown ups. So, all through the weekend, I think some people it was just interesting which side of the narrative people fell on. Uh, as we get through each one, I guess we'll mention individuals. Anything you really caught your eye that you want to start with, or should I just run
1: through very quickly some news? Oh, well, probably the strongest game of the weekend was the the Indigenous game, yeah. uh, the the All Stars match, and um, yeah, that, I thought there was some high quality footy in there, mixed with a bit of um, they they did both teams lost their way a little bit at different times, but um, that was probably the the closest game we saw to first grade. I think we'll probably just pick out some players more so as we go through the games rather than anything to begin with. So. Yeah, I agree we are just, um,
0: like I said, put a bit of a cherry on top of our thoughts last week And in a couple of cases, put our hand up and say maybe, you know, maybe it's not as bad as we might have thought Or vice versa uh, Very quickly, we generally get stuck in the news at the start uh, I, I don't want to spend a heap of time up, but uh Weary Hargraves announced that he'll be heading to Super League at the end of this year 2013-18-19, uh, premier from the Trooks, Uh Held on for, he you know, got the extra year extension and is going to finish obviously, but um, I guess when you talk about players that have done it all, he's done it, represented his country. one Won World Cups, won three premierships, as I said.
1: One of the real genuine last war horses, I suppose. Yeah, been at the forefront in one of the toughest positions in the comp for, for quite a long time. Um, very polarising figure, obviously. Plenty of people out there that hate him and no, <laughs> want to see the back of him as quick right. as possible. And, um, you know, there's probably just as many that love him as much as um, people hate him, so... I'm a bit either way, realistically. He's done some 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 funny things on the on the field and lent, lent himself towards uh, looking a bit silly sometimes. But uh, when at his absolute best, fantastic front row, close to one of the best uh, that I've seen, just brings that aggression and power through the middle of the field and uh, it's, com- it's so hard to stop when he when he's on a
0: roll. Yeah, just ability to light up that first 10 or 15 minutes and set the tone in some of those... Finals matches and uh, big chooks games. Uh, I I always liked watching him play, but yeah. uh, I, I'm not going to be negative man at all because he understands what you know. All these people are like off the field, so that's fine. Uh, we, I'm sure as we get closer to the season's end, we'll spend a we, we'll do him better justice. I think put it that way. As, as, oh yeah, as, absolutely. as, he, as he we
1: yeah. get closer to the actual retirement date, but um. So it's part of that position. You have to be that aggressive in force a type when you're in that role. So um <clears throat> yeah, that sort of
0: comes with the territory. Just very quickly, uh Toff Sipley caught three weeks for his crusher tackle on Dom Young. Uh, so for those interested and we, we gave him a brief mention in Supercoach previews. Uh, obviously he's not gonna be starting the years, missing out on the Vegas trip. Uh Zion Mayu is gonna contest his Okay. Um, send off So we'll see what happens there Injury wise Mappapalangi, Declan Casey Young Arthur uh just want his name Matt Matt Arthur And Zach Wolford All got knocked out <laughs> Over the course yep. of the weekend um, So thoughts with all of them Especially that it, was, it was Very sad actually With uh, Mapapalangi Who's someone we've Both of us have rapped at times And Has had a, a rough run And probably was in a bit of a box seat there To Get a decent crack at this year And I assume hopefully it's not too f- much of a setback, but he'll miss this week and we'll see what happens come round one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty scary knockout, that one. Um, <laughs> first tackle of the game, not what you want to see, obviously. Um, but I think, you know, we're pretty much, the game's doing pretty much everything they can at the moment for these um, head knocks and concussions. And um, it's, yeah, it's going to become more and more prevalent as the years go by.
0: Yeah. And obviously, uh Dom Young potentially now looking at neck surgery, it wasn't potentially some sort of minor fracture in there, so we wait and see on what exactly happens with him. He looked fantastic till that happen too as well. He was um it's, very yeah. exciting in that game um we may as well oh and just quickly word out today, Jaden Braley' is in some doubt for round one for those looking uh, probably from a super point of view, Phoenix Crossland, you we know, will do the job more than serviceably, as he did again on the weekend. And uh, Chance, in a little bit of doubt, I see they've named Tua, Tua Piki, Tua Kapiki Piki. this week. And uh, Roger's going to stay at centre. Uh, a little bit same as Titans, who have named uh, Keeney at fullback and AJ at centre. So, some young blood on the way, I suppose. Um, hopefully, they're all up and going as soon as possible.
1: Both looked pretty good. At, um, the short stints that we've seen them come into their t- respective sides, so...
0: Definitely. Uh, now, Barn, we may as well get our plugs out of the way here. Our friends at the Supercoach Hub and Supercoach, no Supercoach Hub, isn't it?
1: That's uh, them. They're
0: yep. going to run a charity competition
1: for any Supercoach is interested. Do you want to talk us through that? Yeah. So we, we have had a few guys um, ask us about running a, a cash comp and um, this is probably one of the better ones. Realistically. Uh, I know we've got Supercoach Hub combining with Lifeline. So, uh, a fifty-dollar buy-in will get you twenty-five dollars going directly to the prize pool, and the other twenty-five is going to go directly to Lifeline, so um, one of the best charities around. I um, myself have used the the Lifeline uh, back in the day. Uh, it's a fantastic thing for anyone that's uh, in that position that feels, you know, they just need someone to speak to and they're, they're in that dark place. So um, I can't think of a better charity to you know join up with and. I'll be jumping into this one. I think at some point um, in the next week or two, There's, uh all the links are in our socials, and uh, we've put up a direct link coming from Footy and Frothies to buy into this competition. And it's um, a fifty-dollar
0: buy-in. Fifty-dollar buy-in. Fifty-dollar buy-in, yes.
1: and a chunk will go to Lifeline, the rest will go in the prize pool. Yeah, fifty-fifty. So yeah. twenty-five straight to the prize pool, and twenty-five straight to Lifeline. So. Um, hopefully, if we can get plenty of numbers in there, I, I know a lot of the um, other Supercoach pod uh, creators and content creators around Supercoach land have uh, also been um, going to get in there. And hopefully, we get a whole heap of numbers into this competition. And the way you can find
0: it is go to our Facebook page. I'll also put it on th- our threads. There's a link that will go through us, and then I know they've come from Footy and Frothies, and you can sign up that way, join the group, and go from there. Also, quickly plug your good showing last week on said podcast. You cameoed on
1: a trial preview show. How'd you go there? Yeah, it's been about an hour and twenty minutes. I think it was with uh, Munster Mash, and we we went down and tried to break down pretty much every game that we we just went through this weekend and pick out some um, the Super Coach relevant players uh, more so than anything else. Um, I think I had so I think we hit pretty much everyone this yeah, you week did realistically. Well. There was one or two that might have slipped under the guard. Um Will Price had a pretty nice showing for the Knights and um and you, what'd Skelly you make what'd
0: you make of Cole Flanagan?
1: And, um wasn't a great deal for mine to say that um he'd be in my supercoach side yourself. Yeah, let me out. <laughs> just your interest beforehand and uh here we are.
0: Uh, I feel like he's whatever it was the, the base is a little bit inflated from his time spent at Hooker last year. So I think the bigger issue is there's bigger concerns around the team he's playing for more well, than
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll obviously get to them. They they had a bit of a bright start for 15 or 20 minutes, but, um, yeah, really fell away at the back end. Should we get into it? Anything else yes, to talk about absolutely. from the weekend? What do you make of
0: um, the rule changes seemed largely unintrusive? There wasn't a great deal. There's I think there was one or two penalties for people standing in the – in and around the ruck, there was... Yeah, nothing
1: really seemed to make much of a Actually, difference a apart from a try
0: this... for someone standing in the ruck in one of the
1: games? I yes, uh, it was, uh, I think it was this first game. It was it might a every boat be, that was uh, in and around the ruck there and got yeah. in the way. But um, I think it was dropped over the line as well at the same time. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't going to mm. be a try either way. But um seemed to be a few extra short dropouts.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, a couple, and, and a couple one did go in the full... Couple of very good. Like Jack Stasings put up a couple of very nice ones. There was a couple of those that executed well. I don't, I don't know, remember. I
1: don't remember seeing any long dropouts. Put it that way. So no. <laughs>
0: uh, very interesting how that pans out. It's very much a, a trend, different sport. As soon as someone get, starts getting success off long dropouts again, they'll ever go back to it. So. Oh, of course,
1: if you're in a defensive mode when you're getting towards the back end of a game, I don't see them going short. Obviously, but. Um, as a you know, as there doesn't seem to be a huge consequence because blokes don't mind defending on their line. Um, I think during the majority of the game, you probably are going to see them go short more often than not. And well, the last
0: plug we get in is you'd put up a, a a tip for the Friday night game, which was um, both fullbacks to score. Unfortunately, Taff got pretty close a couple of times, but and then uh, came off. But what we're going to try and do is do our former Disaster Class through the Show Us Your Tips page. So our Bets Every Weekend will be through uh, the Show Us Your Tips YouTube page, and you can find that there. If you're a racing fan, subscribe and uh, get the Beaver and I's thoughts on uh, every weekend's racing, including the Blue Diamond meeting this weekend. But let's get stuck into the first trial game and some a bit of feedback quickly as well. I don't know if it's time to do it now or later, but I'm just going to read out some of the comments from the Bulldogs uh, clip from our season preview. Uh, first of all, Shinmeister said, the Bulldogs' biggest downfall is Burton. At Penrith, he was a support player only, finish off the work of brilliant players around him. The Bulldogs brought him in to be the main man. He's not a main man. All he has is a big boot, and that's it, a big boot. Uh, he should be a, essentially saying he should be an NFL punter. Uh, when he's in the middle of the park, he's going nowhere. Uh, Tim Duncan, guys thought you'd have Sherry in the side uh, because he's starting there. They have a few big rigs who will surprise people, I agree. Uh, And Mr. Luke Sports, uh, I thought this was fair commentary too. Generally don't understand the narrative that the Tigers are after two spoons to ride on track and a new coach and new combos, but Bulldogs aren't. Regardless of how the season pans out, Tigers haven't signed anyone. They've got a rookie coach and... Dogs have signed uh, one of the best backs in the game, which is true, and have a lot of upgrades on forwards, oh, a lot of which were injured last year in playing New South Wales Cup. How can they be in a worse spot? Which I think is f- absolute fair commentary on what we said. Uh, they – and Bulldog Dynasty, good man, just said, uh, this is amateur hour I turned off after three minutes. Fair. So uh, thoughts on any of that having seen them in action – uh, we'll get into it, but the one thing I did say in, in our preview is that I hope they've got some big bodies that we don't know yet lined up, and I think they've found a few. So, I think it's a tick.
1: Definitely looked that way. Um, uh, commentary, commentary. Um, Bronson Zeri, I think, still on trial, to be honest. I know he was named in the first trial of the, of the year, but that's generally – they normally named name the he blokes named that they're not sweet. sure about in the first trial, yeah, exactly. <laughs> realistically. And um the fact that he's been named again and Kiraz is yet to be seen really makes me think that, you know, they he's still on uh he's still auditioning for a spot more so than being locked into that squad. Um they did look a fair bit sharper and a lot more organized in the halves when you had um Sexton and um uh who was the other half that was running around? Hutchinson in the middle of the field, they definitely looked a lot more organised in the middle oh, well, very, of the field. Very, very
0: quickly, I just want to um make point of, just to clean up the feedback, any thoughts on uh, what we said about the Tigers versus what we said about the Bulldogs?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to get to that. That oh, was, This was more around the comments of Burton, which um oh, I can understand. Yes. If, they, if they do go the way of having Hutchinson and Sexton as their starting halves, Um, I, I could see a world where Burton does end up back in the centres or even maybe a, as a lightweight 13 or pushed into that 14 position. But, um, you yeah, know, which is um, sort of, yeah, I can agree with parts of that. Um, I think we were more trying to say that we'd like, we'd more like to see what the Tigers have done off the field this uh, this off season, mm. The way that they've cleared out everything underneath and basically told, you know, Benji's been given the green light that this is yours for the next year, year and a half and there's not going to be anybody, any outside voices or any other, you know. Yep. anyone else interfering with the direction that you're going to be pushing this club where we've been a little bit confused with the way that the players sort of roll in and out of the, of this bulldog squad for the last couple of years. Not to say that they haven't uh, improved on their squad this year from last year, but um, I think that was more the, the way we were trying to go. We probably went a little bit over the top with what we were saying around No, but 100%. Comp- I, 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 comparisons. I, get, I but,
0: see where the Tigers are heading yep. and at you know at the start of the year we've found see in exposed form yeah, yeah I, I didn't understand how the signing of five utilities was going to help where they are that's it lots of smarter minds than me at the bulldogs apparently so they i think you've got to take this this game as a big tick do you
1: want to uh have a crack at your thoughts on the game yes yeah, so we had five tries to two two out of two conversions for the dogs and two out of two for the melbourne storm side um it was 10-12 at half time. The Melbourne Storm managed to hang on for that entire first half even being like Dogs just constantly threatening <laughs> threatening the defense um had the majority of the ball as well uh for big parts of this game. And I thought the Storm did extremely well to be within arm's length at half time to be, to be honest. I thought the Dogs probably could have and should have put another two tries on before half time. Um comes with inexperience obviously and they're still working out those um combinations in the middle of the field i did really like uh the look of hutchinson in there early he really got them directed in the right direction uh especially his back rowers um reed had his front rowers really coming through the middle as well and um so, certainly hughes looked every bit of the hype that we've heard all through the supercoach chat recently and um yeah, I dare say he's now going to be well over 50, 60% ownership in the supercoach sphere. Um, James Salmon looked extremely good at lock, floating yes. around the field, injecting himself in at um, particularly good times as well. His, his timings of when to get involved seemed extremely good. Um, the outside backs took a bit of pressure off the forwards too, which is something we've been asked for. Um, Jarrell Skelton got in there, did plenty of work. Wilson did a little bit. Zeri was getting involved as well. So. Um, I think that also added to, you know, some of these young forwards that we saw come through making a bit of a difference. Uh, They also got some help from their outside back. So I thought they looked a lot, a lot faster and a lot more organized in the middle of the field than what they did at any really any time last year. So um, some positive signs there for the Bulldogs. Melbourne Storm realistically had um, a team of, Young fellas and reserve graders, there wasn't a lot of their top-grade talent there. Pappenhausen tried hard and was busy early, but um, didn't really have a huge impact on the game until obviously the, the nice, little kick off, uh, a nice little kick at the back end of the game for him to score under the posts. But, um, yeah, the Storm didn't really look threatening ball in hand for the majority of the match, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Pezza tried hard, but didn't seem to be able to provide a great deal. He, he tried hard. Um, just quickly
0: on the storm. I, I the only thing I take of this game for the storm is that you just put ticks against the ones you wanted to see. Pappy got through it, uh, mm-hmm. scored a, a great try, looked dangerous, looked quick enough, had no no issues with the contact. It was it, you know, happy days, happy days. Ryan Papadazen's back, I hope, and that's good. Uh, it was good to see, uh, Remus Smith back as well, and Jeremiah who had. You know, injuries for large chunks of last year as well. And Aaron They both the did team. get
1: turned around a couple of times though in defence, which was a bit concerning.
0: Yeah, but they, they've got um, Warbrick to come back and they've got yes. a couple of others. So not too mm-hmm. you know, potentially even fail longer up their sleeve. Uh, and I thought the forward, the, the Fords as best they could got through their work. So in terms of what you take out of it for, a, you know, the, the second string Melbourne team, you say, okay, it was all fair enough. Um, I really liked what I saw from the Bulldogs. I'm going to give them a wrap. I thought, one of the most yep. interesting things of the week was seeing so, how some of them, those players have picked up, fit into it. It looks like, and looking off the teams this week, um, Blake Wilson potentially in a box seat to be that winger. Uh, Fox will get to an indigenous game. But I, I loved Blake Taff at fullback. I loved that sweet play. They looked dangerous as hell on that right hand edge. Sweet play every time they went to it. Uh, and I held up a couple of times and all I thought was if you throw Steve Crichton into that play, all of a sudden it's a very Mm. interesting play Uh, and potentially a a kick out on the other side as well gives you that double edge going the other way. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what what Blake Taft can do for the year. If he he gets given a genuine crack at that fullback spot, you've you've mentioned Hutchinson and and, and to the commentary earlier about Burton, both you and I have, uh, have been very vocal about this since he's been there that they could do much worse and make him a strike centre and uh, and have uh, Hutchinson and uh, Sexton as the halves. Toby Sexton, I don't know if that was an audition for 14. I assume it was, but he came on and mm. focused particularly on his running game, which yes. I assume means he's going to be playing off a bench for a little bit and maybe I'm over reading. But, but he was fanta- fantastic. Like.
1: As good a player well, as... Considering his running game has been one of his least um, <laughs> you know, yeah. least used aspects. I mean, does, in, he doesn't have a bad in foot either. He's got some good acceleration, mm. yeah. Those, those first five or six steps, <laughs> very quick. And um, some nice footwork as well at the line. Uh, Sam Hughes and great pickup
0: uh, potentially now. is a far, far more silly who got through a mountain of work. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they're starting front row. Yeah, Max King, I guess, floating in and around as well. But um not a bad rotation out. That's finally some size if needed. Uh and as you said, tick the box, got to try Samus will be sixty percent ownership in the first round and probably rightfully so. I agree with what you're saying. Um, Hay-
1: is it Haywood? Um mm. Bailey Haywood came on and played the second half at Hooker. Looks every bit a part of you know, as a backup hooker. So They've now got a yes. bit of depth in that hooking position too if if anything happens or if they do want to roll out a, you know, a 20-minute sub in the middle there. But his service was fantastic and he got, he got out there and um, caused a few problems running around as well. So
0: I'm actually quite interested to see them this week. The other one we haven't mentioned, which, as I said, we're not going to spend hours on each game, but um, particularly good return from Sherry. Looked fast, looked strong and uh, had a try involvement in a try. So... Up and going, and is knocking it all down to be that other that other centre. Right. Um, for those that are listening early on this year and have listened to listen to sport, we have a pot plant of the week award every week. We have someone that we give to an award for better or worse that their job on the weekend may have been done more serviceably by a pot plant. I think you'll go a long way this year to see a better description of what we look for in a pot plant of the year award than Liam Knight. Um, thoughts, David?
1: Yeah, well, everything he touched seemed to turn to dirt there for a good 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I think he was trying too hard, to be honest. I think he was really trying to set himself out to impress. And That's what it was. It was offloads When he was. didn't need to and – just trying to, you know, be that tad too aggressive when he was held in a good tackle and just <laughs> proceeded to commit error after error. Yeah, it absolutely was trying too hard, but
0: a rough night out and would be shocked if he's in and around the 17 again come round one, but it's a long way to go. Very quickly, Supercoach, Supercoach scores of note. Sherry 62, Skelton 61. Uh Sam Hughes got 36, but was on minimal minutes. And for the Storm, Papenhausen got 50 odd, Eremire 46, uh, Tristan Powell 40, but obviously plenty of shared time going on there. Anything else from that game? Not from me. As we said, the Friday night game was the Indigenous versus the Maori side 22 14. Uh, You'd have been very happy with what you saw from the Sharks' halves.
1: Yeah, combined quite well and um, did what we were talking about. Hines seemed to take a back seat for a big part of this game. He obviously saw that Trindle was on pretty early and decided to, um, you know, provide more of a, a decoy sort of play where he'd go three quarters of the way into the line and then make sure the ball got to Trindle pretty quickly afterwards once he, you know, attracted a bit of attention from the defence. But, um, yeah, some very good signs out of Trindle. Uh some really nice short kicks leading to tries, a couple of um, pretty pretty good runs, and he he looked like he may have just sharpened up his defensive fraction as well. So,
0: yeah, no, I thought he was great. Uh, and Nico almost consciously took a backseat at times. I thought he was happy to be out the back and let that all flow. Look at these games; we know what we get. What do we really take out of them? I, I suppose on paper, the Indigenous side. That touch more class. They got the job done. Is there any individuals you that caught your eye? You just again, in in terms of this stuff, everyone to me sort of just ticked their box, didn't they? Uh Josh had a car, looked as
1: big and as strong as I've ever he seen. He looked
0: him. big actually, and he's always up yeah. for, and he's always always up for this game. And it's something we should keep in mind that backing him for a double in the Indigenous game is probably not a bad way if you want to have a little, a little <laughs> wage. Exactly, but, probably not a bad way to invest in money. I the two from that point of view he looked big and i thought cheese looked the fittest i've seen him in a long time uh for the Maori side and played very direct to get into the game a little bit well he, he just defaulted to running uh mm. and that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing for the roosters if they stick to that
1: yeah joshua adekar looked as physical as i've ever seen so um there, there'll be a few wingers out there was <laughs> questioning and he didn't look like he lost any pace either so mm there'll be a few blokes with some things running through their head when they're going to be lining up against Josh Adokar during this season. Um, I thought it was a pretty good forward battle. Most of the forwards I think did their job. I don't think there was anyone really that stood out from either side in the, in the forward packs that um, didn't have a great game. Um, I thought Shaq Mitchell was actually good.
0: one of the better forwards in the was
1: Quite impactful. Yeah. And yeah, um, The likes of like Josh Kerr, who's sort of been in and out of the team for quite a while, Mm. Um, I thought he had a pretty good performance there as well. Um, And Willison, okay, the only other worth noting, and probably again
0: a little bit through a super coach spectrum, but if he's looking at a starting role, a big well, big unit got a try, but looked very very impressive at times.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And Joseph Tarpana just did what we expect out of him (laughs) week in and week out. Hunt had a decent impact. Only played twenty odd minutes, but I thought he had a couple of really nice carries there. As a, as a shark supporter, as did um, Leo Thompson. Probably did pretty well as well. I thought um, some really good tough carries, but um, yeah, they, I don't they didn't have a lot of massive standouts for the um, the Maori side to be honest.
0: No, the, the two I mentioned the two front rows that um I thought and, and che, like I said cheese. Now, you're a bit his service, but I thought he got through. He looked, like I said, looked as fit as I've seen him and got through his work from a point of view as I think he's going to be much more of a running-based hooker this year than what we saw last year. You go back to what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, forever. So
1: And Hughes under pressure. While he didn't have the best game in the world, he, he tried his absolute backside out, provided a couple of opportunities, but the... Um, the Indigenous side just went out of their way to pressure Jerome Hughes well, yeah, as much as I think spot. anyone's got to him
0: for a while, to be honest. And he had no assistance. Jesse Arthurs didn't have a great game. There no. was uh, people, you know, he didn't have a lot of help. Kurt Nickarim, didn't have a particularly outstanding game either, really. So.
1: No, you're correct there. But, yeah, Willison's the one the really – the big one, big talking point, I think, especially leading in towards Supercoach. Um, if he yeah, gets himself a good 40 or 50 minutes in that Broncos setup, he's definitely his ownership will go through the roof as well.
0: And just for the record, uh, let's have a look at this. Latrell got 47, did have a nice try assist, did stand Luttrell's stuff at a car, 69. Uh, Nico still got 60. Shaq Mitchell, 49. Kieran Mosley actually um, 53, but um, did a good job, Kieran Mosley, for an unsung player. Um was good. Not a great deal to write. Willison sixty three, and uh, where's he gone? Where's Tupperney?
1: Eh? He just disappeared. Would have been one of your
0: starting props. He's gone but, eh? um, Oh, he got ninety one Tupperney.
1: Eh? So, yeah, Supercoach scores worth mentioning. Yeah, Mosey was very good. They picked his times extremely well, um, and especially down in that sort of attacking twenty or thirty meters out from the opposition's line um, caused caused quite a few problems for the defence. So.
0: Anything else from this game? I know we haven't, you know, as I said, we're not really doing our traditional analysis. But um, yeah, the,
1: right. in the two weeks' time, guys, we'll, we'll get back to the, the, to the 20, 30-minute chat about every single we game do. and pull it apart and talk about all the angles and the, the missed tackles and all the rest of that. But, um, yeah, I think we're just going to plough through now. We'll do, you know. We're basically talking about it the way it is. The trial matches, it's all a bit up in the air. You know, you'll see a couple of good performances here and there, but um, it's nowhere near a first grade hit out. So, Newcastle forty four, Sharks
0: eighteen. In and it was a hot day, but it we were looking for the Sharks to reduce some of their potential uh, error rate, and this was an error ridden game. But uh, I will say. To kick this off. Um, I thought sharks looked fine. When they had their full strength team in the field, I thought they'd pretty good. Um, for that first twenty five minutes. So yeah, there's no issues there. They were going through the motions they need to go through. Uh, as did the knights. And once we got into a few chopping and changings and the knights ascended, but uh I think if
1: you're a fan of either team, you just go, Okay, cool. Yeah, they obviously had to do a lot more defense than they would have hoped for the sharks. Um Probably more than competitive. Self-inflicted in the first. for for a lot. A lot yeah, of that. most of it was self-inflicted. <laughs> there was a period there for about twenty minutes where they um, Hazelton got ten in the bin, and then they dropped the ball pretty much every time they touched it. So <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: um, good luck winning footy games doing that. Uh, thought they were probably the better team for the first fifteen or twenty minutes, and then um, yeah, I agree with that. Faded away. Uh, whether that was true. The way that the Knights um, really enjoyed seeing Cogger come in and I thought he was quite dominant when he got on the field and uh, he seemed like the guy that was telling everyone where they needed to be and what they were doing realistically. Um, Out of the three guys that are vying for those two positions, I thought Gamble probably had the least impact on the game. Um, While he still put in a decent performance and, you know, at the start of this match, I think uh, you probably got a little bit more of an impact uh, just with the ball playing and organisation skills out of um, Jack Cogger, oh, Cogger yeah. and um, Hastings.
0: So. Well, Hastings had a couple of nice moments. He had the kick across field for the Dylan Lucas try. And um, you know what you get. He's just he's, he's the organiser. Like his job is not to be the flair in a team. Uh, With Bowen coming back, but I think just the way he's Cogger's ability to straighten everything up, uh, and it sounds really cliche because everyone says, but it's true. Um, To square on defence, and I think he had, what had three try assists or something by the time he came on. Uh, I know again he's named fourteen this week, but I I I think the time will be coming where the conversation we had that he probably starts six.
1: Wouldn't surprise me. Um, that'd be the way I was. I'd be going after watching over the weekend. Um, a couple of guys, Dylan Lucas, had a very good impact when he did get on the field. Um, Absolutely, just that ball running that you know, laying down that strong line and was on that left hand edge as well. So can find a try. To yeah, that Fitzgibbon role. Um,
0: and say, well, this week he's named to start. He, he now interests me if uh, if he does get that starting spot over Kai Pierce Paul. Obviously, we'll see how that pans out come team yep. selection. But um we should look at his price actually. What's he worth?
1: He's a little bit more.
0: He's probably in that top five hundred bracket. I think. Yeah, which I he's a little bit more than I want to pay. Um, who else caught your eye? Sorry, well, I think
1: a um, couple of the young fellas. In I thought Riley Jones had a pretty good game. Clutch mm-hmm. uh, sharp too. Matt, Matt okay. Croker was going really well in the middle of the field and then sort of um, had a couple of mistakes, and I think he, he lost his head there for a little bit, but um, was putting in a good showing for a big part of this game. Jed Cartwright did a job, whether they're going to keep giving him the minutes that he would need to be a super, of super coach interest or really raise his stocks as, a, as an NRL first grader, but um, I thought he did enough to probably get another chance at it, so we'll, we'll see what came from that. And Will Price, a bit yep. slow when he first came on the field, sort of looked a step behind, but by the end of the game looked like one of the more potent attacking players out there. So,
0: um, Yeah, the fullback, Fletcher Sharp. He has some nice footwork, has, has some pace, and had some nice involvements, I thought. Uh, I know he's yes. got a fair way to go with the people um, in front of him, but
1: <laughs> might take, kudos might to him. find it hard to break into this squad, but yeah, definitely put his best foot forward in this game.
0: What do you make of... The Sharks backs, your your Dykes, your Iros, your Stone Streets, your Atkinson. Atkinson was good, actually. Uh, And so was Both those halves. Largely
1: unimpressive, I thought, um, to be honest. I thought Iroh started well in the first 10 minutes or so, but then really just disappeared off the face of the earth. Dykes tried hard, but was really any sort of involved in that sweep play and Mm. it never really got off the ground at any time during the game. So they sort of bumped into each other and got caught up. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you with Atkinson. Uh, he looked like really stickly the only guy who was going to provide we some crea- you know, He's the with creativity on the field, wasn't he? Sorry? He looked like the only with some create. Oh, Puru had some
0: nice touches, but Atkinson's the only one that looked like he was going to manufacture someone with a chance. Yeah, yeah, it.
1: no, absolutely. Yeah. definitely looked like the guy who was going to create points if there was to be any um, any made. Yeah, Puru tried hard, but um, again, a lot of handling errors and he got himself. I think he got into his own head there for, at one point during the game as well, and um, really sort of got down. Seemed to get down on himself, and then started to try things that he really shouldn't shouldn't be doing. But it is a trial match, so. Well, Barrel looked good off uh, playing hooker. Mm. Um, obviously, the backup there now with um, with Blake Braley there, but. Um, don't think they'd lose massive amounts if they did ever have to inject him into the team. So, and just a bloke that's got experience and knows his game. Just came across as something like that. Now, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. He's been playing, obviously, playing in there mm. um, in the reserve grades for a long time, and obviously knew what he was doing. But um, Hazleton and Kafusi um, were good. Um, obviously, didn't help that Hazleton got ten minutes in the bin. Uh, but I thought, they, you know, those two guys are pushing to try and get themselves a bench spot. So I think they'll be fighting out for that last spot between the two of those. So. Um, and I, they both did quite well. I thought um, Teague Wilton had a bit of a shocker, I thought, considering some of the performance we've seen out of him during the year. I'd, he really seemed to make no impact on this game at all. And um, it just caused more problems than he did anything positive. But Jack um, Williams and Cameron McGuinness just went through their motions and played there at their minutes and
0: yeah, did what they did. But Again, um, you just treat this game as probably both teams. What you can see from the A grade is um, fair enough.
1: Hmm. No, yeah, I came on and played about 10 minutes at centre, I think, and had a couple of nice runs. But um, yeah, still want to see him in the back row <laughs> or in the well, middle. Well, uh, yeah, putting pressure on All Teague. different story. But if yeah, if i is <laughs> gonna play like that, then you probably can't do it. So Exactly.
0: Thirty six twenty two, Roosters over the Seagulls was up next. Uh and eight thousand there at um Gosford. There's good crowds through most of the weekend actually, which is which is mm. good. Uh, yep. now, what did you take very interesting actually, and I know they're all getting a plane, so I understand it in hindsight thinking about it. Uh but the Roosters went out of the way to play a lot of their first grade. Sam Walker nearly played the whole game. Uh, yeah. Teddy had a good, good half, and then sort of Manu, uh, Billy Smith nearly played the whole game. Uh, they gave him a proper blowout, one by fourteen. Flattering, what you wanted to see. What, what do you take of this?
1: Yeah, I think it was probably closer than the. I know. You know, it was only 14 at the end, but I, I think the Eagles were probably in this game right up to their eyeballs for mm. big parts of it. Uh, Sorry, just quickly for a sense of completion, I better just mention
0: the top uh, supercoach scorers from Knights and Sharks. Uh, there's not a great deal. Hastings got 48. Tom Jenkins, 44. He'll be in a lot of people's radars, even now he's half a mil. Dylan Lucas, 69. Jack of 50. Armstrong, 109. Uh, Colhoun, at 50. Beryl, 53, you mentioned. And not a great deal going on for the Sharks. And um, while doing it, for the Roosters, a, light, a bright and breezy 55 from Teddy, which pleases me. Tupo, 78 looked fantastic. Uh, Dom Young, 58, a little bit injured. Walker, 66. Tupano, 54. And not a great deal for a manly. Wakeham, 40. Sipley, 57. Good outing good for him. Mm, barring his suspension,
1: obviously. <laughs> Minus a three-week suspension. Yeah. Um. Back yeah, again. I, I really would have hoped that the Roosters had been a little bit more dominant through the middle of the field. To it be honest, in this yeah. game, um, it felt like they sort of they got matched for a big part of the game in the middle of the field, which I did not expect at all. I thought that they'd um, be well in front at halftime and then and kick on even more. But that first twenty minutes, half an hour, Manly really came out with a, a point to prove and um, kept the game pretty tight. The the Roosters sort of kicked away ten minutes even either side of half time and that's probably got a lot to do with, you know, the conditioning of the, the – the and the experience of the guys that have been playing first grade for a long time up against, you know, half a side of fellas that haven't been doing the same thing. Um, yeah, no real standouts, as you said, apart from Teddy had an extremely good game. I thought Walker had some really nice touches. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrell May was probably the best forward on the ground. Um, when yeah, was, knocking it off. He was yeah. – did get into his work. Absolutely knocking door down now. Yeah. Um
0: was absolutely fantastic. Oh, but and nobody else really sort of see wong stamp Sorry? See you
1: Wong uh, when he got on was good. Yeah. Um probably could have done with a few more minutes, but I think they already know what they're getting out of him. So um but Statili and um the lo- likes of Crichton and Statili didn't really well, they didn't play poorly, they didn't really stamp themselves into, you know saying that this is our position. Uh, the only probably benefit for those guys is that the two butcher boys um, really can play yeah. in the middle. Yeah. So it probably, you know, does free up an extra spot on an edge um, if they do decide to use, say, Egan or Nat through the middle of the field rather than on an edge. So the depth's incredible at the at the Roosters, but, um, yeah, how, how those combinations come through is going to be interesting to see. I feel, like Robo, until... I feel like Robbo
0: I feel like Robbo likes Satilli and now it's been yep. three, four, five years in. He trusts it like he obviously had the he's got a couple two ACLs or he had the ACL last year with his injured.
1: ACL, I think. Yeah. I think it was um, a C shoulder or something. The, the you fact he call. got
0: a you know, did what he does with the try. Yeah. You know, beat the someone, you know, you know what you get with Satili. i talk about angular back rowers, he's the prototype for it. It's um he did like that was classic classic Tupanoa has an offload, all that sort of stuff. I thought I'd say he got through enough work to you know, first game back off twelve months to to I suggest he probably starts. Yeah. Uh, over in Vegas. And that's not a bad thing. Um he's just not your workhorse one. You know you know he's half a alive bit. No, he's got some sus defence at times. Mm-hmm. Um but he's exciting as, as as an attacking option if that's what they're going with fair enough um both halves are good, yeah Kerry's running game was good a uh, couple of breaks and um sort of cruised through it and Sam Walker, as you said, had some nice touches. looks like he might be moving towards being a bit little bit more dominant this year, but that's t- again taking a lot out of
1: out of um the trial game. He's always been pretty direct. And um, again, he was at his best here when he was direct into the line and, and taking players with him. So, um, scored a nice little grubber for himself, uh, score a try. So, um, nobody really else that jumped out at me. Connor Watson's was good on return. Yes. Looked fit, looked pretty strong. Well, I suspect um, he's got problems. He's going to have that
0: 14 spot because um, obviously Hutchinson. Made for it, on. really, isn't he? Yeah, and, and that's why he came back and I I say there's the three forward spots on the bench up for grabs.
1: And a pinch could play and play on an edge if he absolutely had to. You know, you, you know he can play hooker, he can play in the halves, can play center. Like yeah. made for that fourteen Particularly now, actually the that best, you from the manly particularly side. Particularly in a
0: team, if we go back to Cheese being a fifty five minute player, which mm. he probably needs to be. Connor yep. Watson's very, very interesting this year.
1: Yeah, uh for his, um... Manley.
0: Yeah. Uh Tormalo Vega. really had a good game. He was uh he was strong, impressive. He? Very strong. cut some nice touches, some clever stuff. Uh I don't know what it means, but Wakeham didn't have a bad game. But he No, he didn't. He he, he was there. Uh, yeah. he, he was he, he was fine. Uh and the two Fords did what they do generally. I can't take a lot else more. Um uh, yeah, the interesting thing was the fact Brad Parker came On and played back row, uh, and he's mm-hmm. been named this week. Uh, he's not going to Vegas, put it that way. So, I assume, yes. his num his card's been marked, and we um, are going to see him down the road. But just because we've talked, we're trying to work out who's going to be the other center, he
1: it won't be him. Doesn't look that way now, no, definitely not. Um, I thought Poseca was pretty good in the middle of the field, yeah, yeah, both those seem props. to be, sort of make a point of being the leader. Uh, with the ball meters in the middle, and simply went with him. Um, Nathan Brown wasn't bad on return. He Pretty was good
0: last year. He's, he's a good pickup, a great pickup actually.
1: Runs a nice sort of outline yeah. from the middle out towards an edge, which uh, can provide opportunities for the for anyone who wants to sort of follow him out there. So, um, yeah, I, th- I thought he was a decent decent enough uh, when he when he got on the field. So.
0: Any clues from those um, outside backs? You Paulos, those They're a bit behind you, Cooler, a bit behind your Coolers and Garrick, certainly. Oh, 100%. It's going to be Garrick, Cooler, um, Turbo, obviously, Tommy. Saab and um, Ray Vega wouldn't be the worst.
1: There's been big raps on, um, you know, I think they, from what I've heard, they do really like Talao in there as well. But then you've got, you know, Saab on that edge. So I don't think Vega will be getting that edge spot when you, <laughs> you throw Saab back in there as well. So. There's really, realistically, only one position there. And I think, yeah, it's probably between Paulo and Talao at the moment. Pick your poison, eh? I've watched I've watched
0: uh, Tommy for a few, enough years now. Uh, That's it. Uh, you got a final word on Roosters? Would you say disappointing or would you say fair enough? Or just don't worry, it's trial game.
1: Yeah, a little bit scrappy. I would like liked to have uh, you know, a little bit more out of their halves, but um, they they did what they needed to do. When, whenever they were sort of in trouble, they kicked away well enough and held manly when they had to. Um, yeah, I don't think they went anywhere near a hundred percent, so <laughs> it was yeah, as you said, trial game. Move on. Thirty-eight sixteen, the Raiders over the Eels
0: at uh, Jubilee Stadium as well. We got to see the well, we got to see, I guess the. Uh, the Sprook Supercoach Cheapies in action, and, and they'll find against what's left of power. Uh, what do you take from this one?
1: Uh, interesting one for one because I thought it was, you know, it seemed like it was pretty close for the first, what, 20 minutes or so? Yeah, physically they um, matched up pretty well, didn't they? They did. Uh, obviously, you're still missing. There's a there's a fair chunk of um, size to come back through the middle for, for that Canberra Raiders side too, so... Um some pretty good signs if you're a Raiders fan, especially if you've been listening to the majority of people that are saying they expect them to fall off a fair bit from um previous seasons. I thought um yeah some of the some of the outside backs had very good games um savage wasn't outstanding but did nothing wrong, I don't think during the game um went through and had a pretty good output Schiller. If he's going to
0: be, th- I still think if he's going to be, in, he's, he, he he might get a game on the wing. He's, he's yeah, on the wing I think getting that's this the way year a couple yeah. one and this week as well. Yeah, I think he's got a bit to do. Especially, if, uh, I can see Seb Chris being their fullback.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ultimately.
1: Or Rappinah. Or Rappina. on what they want to do. So
0: so there's two that are ahead of of Savage. Yeah. Possibly two that are ahead of Shield as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. Schiller had a very good game, but you've got the likes, Fantastic. obviously, of, as you said, Chris and Tomoko to come back into this team.
0: But there is is two center, There is a centre spot up for grabs. I assume Rapano as... wants to be – Rapano, uh, I think Bozad and Misha wants to be on the wing. I think Chris will be fullback, back, and they're looking for a centre, and uh, and Kotrick was good, actually. Um so, so you're sort of looking for half a spot, trying to grab one of those in. And yeah, Ethan, Stra- no. and Ethan Strange plays centre, doesn't he? Ken,
1: yeah. Yeah, so he might. Be. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of guys that'll come back in straight back into this team and take up some of these positions from the guys. Um, two halves did well enough, you know, created yeah. opportunities. Uh, I thought
0: Weeks actually did well enough to to say he'll be starting six. Some, no- some and, um, I don't think mind given Sporting we've never seen as him as well. kick. Yeah, yeah, the, he did some great support work and
1: um a couple of nice pinpoint bombs and no knocks Takes at all. Chase the ball around everywhere. Um little bit on the smaller side, which, you know, when the big guys get hold of him you might get ragged hold of it a little bit. But um definitely did enough to put his name forward as the as the, the six outside Fogarty when he returns. Mariota, I thought, had a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably didn't get as as many reps as some people, but he just had his nose to the grindstone for every minute he was out there. Starling had an impact, very good impact with his running game when he did get out there. Um, Probably shaded Wolford, to be honest. Um, After all the shit he's been through, I hope
0: he has a good year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And Gula. They've, they had they've some, got of some these. great um, middle forwards because he actually Emery looked really fit,
1: like he looked um, impressive as well to me. Well, pretty much any one of those big forwards that came on really had an impact running yeah. through the middle. Um, Peter Holler was fantastic, um, excuse me, Tateo did it, did quite a good job. Uh, Noah Martin, I think it was, was the guy that was running around yeah. with that um, with the, mullet. the big yeah. red angry man, the, the big red mullet. Yeah. I mean, he was he he got quite fired up and um really took the aggression to him as well. So um, yeah, they've got some depth there in that forward pack, which is you know, something we've been a little bit worried about. Some of those big middles coming through. So
0: are well, on Canberra? What does it mean? Like I guess they're the other addendum uh, given Canberra fans hate us, uh, including. <laughs> Kim, who just wrote 25 cloud emojis, so thank you. Uh, Justin said Stranger Play Six, yeah. Um, some negativity around our preview of the Raiders, maybe
1: rightfully so. Um, what do you take? Yeah, well, most supporters don't like it when you when you have a negative yeah, take on what, on what their team's gonna do for the season, but um, considering some of the names in this Parramatta back line, um, some of these you know, no name Canberra blokes made them. Look, average at times, especially on the, you know, defensive side of the ball.
0: I was impressed with Schiller. I think, you know, if you if you take anyone out of this game, you've got some pace, He's got some strength. Two years ago, he was on the radar. Last year, not so much, but, uh, yeah, here he is. So wouldn't let anyone down, I don't think. Uh, and as I said, I, I think that you saw enough out of Weeks, and strange to an extent, to say that they'll be in and around his team. Uh, three into two is interesting for the hookers, and I think St- Starling's going to be that fourteen. So where they go, who knows with Ricky?
1: Yep. Um. Yeah, Brendan Hands was close to probably Parramatta's best. I thought he was very good out of hooker. Chalunga
0: um, was pretty good actually. given him his merit there.
1: Yep. Um. Harper did okay considering you know coming into a new team. Uh, wasn't the best out there, but um, I thought he did it all- did all right. Uh, so did Simmonson. Probably one of the better-performed outside backs. Was,
0: yeah, one of the better ones. I agree. Um, luggy yeah, and no, I just said that.
1: Pretty impressive, I thought, yeah. Parramatta, yeah. Um, but Mado came on, did his job. A, a lot of this Parramatta team, I think, they didn't look like they were exerting themselves too much to try to score points. It looked more like they were just trying to set up to have a hit-out, go through the motions and, you know, work to certain parts of the field. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there, there was really very, there was zero creativity coming out of um, out of their halves once they did get into position. Which is not well, there was
0: ideal, no arse at all. Yeah, He yeah, had a couple of, I guess, decent, you know, kicks with in goal and stuff, but there was no, there's nothing you sit here from Parramatta point and go, you can take anything out of this game, really. No, nah, not particularly. Apart from, yeah, I guess, Simonson's, you know, the first grader in that back line that
1: gets his spot. Would like to see, um, Lane maybe poke his nose through a couple mm. of times, but um, yeah, Ogden no, was quiet. okay doing you know, what he had to do. As I said, I think they used it more as a, a fitness brush up than anything. The Parramatta side, yeah, I agree. Much else to take from this. That them, well, was- Canberra actually, yeah, they looked energetic and fast, which is something I couldn't have said about them a lot of times last year. Um, the more more of that grindstone type play last year and. They were pretty explosive at times in the middle of the field, and yeah, so interesting to see what happens once we get to round one.
0: Well, like I said, they've got good depth. Uh, I, I like what both their bench props did. I, once you throw Tarpane and Puppy back in, uh, that all looks good. It's just, yeah, you see what they bring round one. They've got enough talent there. Or well, they come with the back five. I just don't know what, what that would be, so... Won't comment anymore. Uh, Holler sixty four, but uh, Toteo fifty two for the Raiders, and Schiller fifty seven. For those interested in the cheapies, thirty four for Weeks, forty two for Strange, and not much going on for power. Forty eight for Harper, fifty three Russell, sixty three Ogden, forty five Toalungi, which actually seems quite low. We R- remember Greg got a fifty. Um, we'll know more this week, I guess. Cool. All right, Charity Shield twenty eight six. What the hell was this game, David? Uh, twenty eight six. Uh, Rabbitos over the Dragons. Uh, yeah, yes, Rabbitos were short a few, but played their forward pack. Um, Dragons rolled everyone out gosh darn they're in for a tough year
1: one thing i'll say is they did look um a bit faster through the middle of the field than they have done recently um especially for that first probably half an hour you had sewer really charging onto the ball followed by Laurie and um Debellon. and they did cause a few problems for Souths. had them on the back foot for you know probably that first 15 20 minutes of the game um didn't provide a lot of options off the back of it, which um, yeah. was interesting. Considering you know they had they did have their halves there, but um, it didn't seem to create a great deal outside of that. Jack Bird looked more like a second rower than a centre.
0: Made a couple of breaks, for yeah, no, it's only a trial. But um, do he's we need lost to get that. do we need to get to the stage where the conversation needs to be had that Ben Hunt's a hooker?
1: Not in this team, he's not. But.
0: No, but even <laughs> Maybe. even last year, like he just he loves his crash plays and stuff, and I don't know. I know he, he kicked for
1: the one half a try there and stuff, but you know, carry on. Yeah, the dragons did keep Souths, you know, on the back foot for a big part of that first half, but as soon as the second half started, it was a completely different game. Um, thought Arrow had a very strong showing. Really looked like someone who's going to probably. Move into that second row position with Keon on the other side, and Sean Kepi actually, um, good, yeah, no, he's he'll be fine. Yeah, I was just about to mention Kepi, uh especially ball in hand. You know, he's always had a little bit of an issue with his lateral movement in defence, but um, didn't get picked out too often. But yeah, he, I had, he thought he had a very, very strong game, ball in hand. Murray just ran around and tackled everything for a while, and then got taken off. Um. Once yeah, once the dragons got turned inside out a couple of times, not long after second half, it didn't look like there was going to be any other way that this game was going to pan out to me anyway. Yeah,
0: um, I have much more to add to be honest. All all the dragons, all the south Swords eventually once they got into work, you know, were fine. Moale um, came on and was fine. Uh,
1: so it's all got through it was good work. Yeah. What would you um, what would you make of Elias? Mamazulus was good out of dummy half. Um you know my thoughts on Ilias. I I thought Hawkins was as good, if not, you know, slightly better in, in the attacking setups anyway. Um Ilias organized a bit better than um than Hawkins did obviously, but I thought um create, creativity seemed like there was more coming out of Hawkins than there was Ilias. Yeah. Super
0: coach, what's know good else to say? Super coach, uh, Ravalawa got forty with his try. Uh, Mamizela's fifty six. Kepi forty five. Gray fifty three. Oh, that's 47. one that we missed. Yeah,
1: he was tremendous when he came on the field. Minded me back in, you know, reminded me of Preston Campbell back in the day, just bouncing yeah. off people at left, right, and centre. You know, pirouettes followed by cutout passes and dropping blokes off on the inside of his hip. He looked like an absolute live wire and created a lot of opportunities for Souths, um, especially with the ball in hand. He he looked fantastic. Braden Burns,
0: 84, and nothing else worth mentioning for
1: the Dragons. Tell us Duncan threw one of the best passes of the night. Yeah. <laughs> From the second row to hit the winger on the chest and put him over. <laughs> As well as some really nice, tough runs as well. So he's a good player. Um, it looks he needs like, like he's 17. definitely firming for at least a bench spot, and we'll see how we go six weeks into the column. But. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely. Uh, they
1: then we get to.
0: Um, so for, for just find a way to Rabbitoh's because there's someone that you know is always a premiership contender. Yeah.
1: Was it. Was it You've got, um, you know, half a side to come back in here, realistically. I know that the forwards were, were pretty strong, but um, yeah. I can't see many guys in that back line. You know, you've got Johnson, obviously, and probably Tass, but... Well, the the, problem, is, the got... problem
0: is this is what they've got now, because
1: Whiten's got two weeks. You've got injuries the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, for the, for the first week or two during the comp, yeah. but for a big part of this season, you know, you've, <laughs> you've got Walker, you've got... The trail coming back into this team. You've got um, old mate from the Raiders. So why why well, he's am I blanking two on him Whiten. right now? White <laughs> coming in. Like yeah. this there's going to be a hell of a lot more strike in that back line come yeah, round four this year. 18-16, Tigers beat the
0: Warriors over in Christchurch, 13,670 in attendance. Uh, Super coach scores. We may as well just go straight to it even there in front of me. Uh RTS forty nine. Montoya forty seven. F L fifty one. Arley forty nine. Ford forty seven uh Laban sixty seven for the Tigers, uh for forty four with involvements. Cor Appy got forty two in about twenty minutes and Safarth, fifty one in about half hour. So tick tick for them. What do you make of this? I what do you make of this?
1: Yeah, well, Safar started on fire. He was <laughs> looked like one like of the best players out there for like that first 15, 20 minutes, um, just tackling anything that moved, and some just a couple of really nice hard charges through the middle. Um, as you said, Appy was everywhere early, um, bringing his forwards onto the ball like the way we know he does. Very tough game for, you know, big part of this match. Uh didn't help that the Warriors went down to, you know, 12, uh, 60 minutes of the game. Um, old mate tried to take someone's head off. Yeah, man. But that might happen, you know, sometime during the year as well. So I thought um, the Warriors were really tough. I, I, thought, I thought that there was a point there with probably 20 minutes to go that I thought the Tigers looked like they were starting to get a little bit of dominance. And then they might just run away with the game. But um, yeah, it didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. The um, the difference Roger made in the I think in the back line, in defence as well, just as much as he attack. Just, just, isn't it amazing how the best player
0: in the field can just stand out as the best player in the field? Like RTS came back hadn't missed a beat, and just go, "There's Roger."
1: It's the way he's talking to people. Like you know, he's telling his winger, "No, you stick, you stick out there." Then or he's dragging his blokes on his inside or vice versa, and. The way he stood up in front of a couple of these guys and just sort of danced in front of them before he brushed past them and then kept going was um well, was tremendous. three or four times he was just dragged down at the last second when you thought, oh, God, here we go. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jacob Laban, for mine, was probably one of the breakout players. I don't think I've seen much of him before, but he was tremendous in this game. Yep. The um, line running on the edge was was brilliant, and he's a big boy too, so – Um, still only 18, I'm pretty sure I heard about 25 times on the coverage, so (laughs) (laughs) he's got some more growing to do as well, got a good palm, bit of footwork, and um, yeah, big body, so um, he's someone that could find his way into this team, Tom Arley had a fantastic game, Mm -hmm. for mine, I've been looking for him to do this for probably three years now, you've probably all heard me mention him during, (laughs) during our shows for the last three or four years, but um yeah i thought he was close to their forward leader in this game he really took it up to the tigers in the middle of the field and it's not you know it's not a a pack that can't go with him either um bunty had a fantastic game as well and those two are probably playing off for these bench spots that the the warriors are looking for down the track um no real sort of impact in the halves i thought metcalf did okay it's um Chanel didn't really cover himself in a lot of glory in this game. Just oh, he was
0: fine, so. but then he had a couple out in the full, and he just yeah, yeah, first came back.
1: He seemed to be was physical undertaken. enough, but he was yeah, he, he was just there. Yeah, he just sort of catch and pass and just sort of followed, you know, watched what was going on. Um Leo Tower in the centers, Ali Leah Tower, I thought he mm-hmm. had a fantastic game as well. Um big mobile. It's probably going to push uh, Pompey and Rocco Berry for that other spot, I would imagine, at some point during this year. Because um, yeah, I thought he looked quite good out there.
0: Yep. I I just think uh, from a Warriors' point of view, they're a top four team. They've just added Roger to Vassachek back, and we've got a bit of blooding to some young guys here. You, sh- you should rightfully be excited if you're a Warriors fan. Hundred percent. If if Sean Johnson's legs stay attached, uh, it's going to be a very very good year. Is a takeaway. It looks. Uh, I know tomorrow Martin played the other day. Metcalf named a start. Interesting to see which way they go, but um, there's just no cracks in them. And, and like I said, you just you're putting a weapon back into a a good in the top fourteen. So you should be excited. Look, you know the negativity that there was twelve. For an hour there was 12 players And it was two points As I said, the, the first 20 minutes What excited me most about the Tigers um, Was what Aiden Caesar bought It was just some calmness They got through their work All the, uh, um Appy and Caesar both played about 20 I think it was late 20 minutes for the game uh, I thought Papayi was good I thought Clemmer was good I thought to Martin. Our, our front row dominated the first 20 minutes well, The Tigers front row dominated the first 20 minutes Um and there was enough. And you got Kaparin Edge, which obviously Bateman will eventually be there. Uh, I thought there was enough from the forwards. You go, for what they had to do, it was good. Uh, Caesar will bring a sense of calmness, which we've needed for, you know, 10 years. Um, Sullivan was fine. Uh, his job's going to be to just make some shit up as he goes. And, you know, a bit of luck on a couple of short kicks. Might have come out something. Not sure Junior Tupou will be in the team by the end of the year. Now he's off somewhere else. I, you know, yeah. drop. What he had a couple of sloppy drops, and you have got someone like Alex Lobb, who's seven foot tall, and you have got Fatape, who produced a nice bit of play. Um, I'm happy enough. We mentioned Safar. I think he, if him at thirteen, if he's going to be there, he's definitely worth looking at. Supercoach. coach.
1: Um, and who got through um, a bunch of work
0: see. off the bench, and Pole can be a good
1: impact player. I thought Sione probably um, but, um, shaded. Polle, to be honest, yeah, yeah, it's the only Yeah, I thought he did a lot of good stuff in the on the edge there for the Tigers uh, when he was on the field, and um, yeah, I thought he probably um, upstaged Polly a little bit, so he might be one that's um also for a super coach if he gets in there and gets himself forty fifty minutes a game. Probably looking out, they're probably far after the same spot. Yeah, I would say so. So
0: interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to spend too long on the Tigers. I'm happy enough as a as a long suffering Tigers fan that this year won't be as bad, whatever that means. Warriors, big tick.
1: Anything else? Yeah, um, no not realistically. Um I, I don't think the Tigers were probably put under as much pressure in the middle of the field as they could have been. Which is um this yeah, is something we'll look at down down the track, but um no, it's a pretty good hit out for both teams. And I think both teams would have taken a fair bit out of it, to be honest, because it was tough and gritty for a big part of it and um, yeah, had to make decisions at the right time. And it was, a, it was definitely a good hit out for the forwards anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm
0: going to be completely honest here, Barn, I haven't seen a great deal of these two Queensland games
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, through to the state I end up in after our draft and um, – UFC Sunday afternoon, but forty six twenty 20 Cowboys Broncos. Uh, obviously, I've watched the Fox Mini in Down but Down, but we, we take pride in actually talking about we took out of 80 minutes of the footy. And you go a long way to see two blokes I actually do watch uh, a lot of, every minute of every game over the weekend. But uh, how much do you see
1: of this and what do you got to take from it? I probably only saw about half of this game to be honest. I saw sort of the 15 minutes at the start and the half an hour in the second half. Um, it was always going to be a pretty one-sided game. When you looked at the lists that were out there, uh, the Broncos really went through the motions for mine. You saw the likes of – they'd have a big carry and then they'd just sort of jog into the line for the next two and then, yeah. you know, try to beat someone on the outside. And it was, it was more about sort of taking pot shots here and there, I thought, than really ramming home their advantage through the middle of the field um, when they did have to, if it got a little bit, you know. If they, the score lines got a little bit closer than I think they thought they had to, they they just put their foot on their gas for one or two sets, and they just completely take over and score pretty much at will. So, um, realistically, could have been an absolute dominant shutout, but I I think they uh yeah, were saving a little bit in the tank to be honest. Look in terms of takeaways. I, well, I liked
0: Adam Reynolds' connections with a lot of his back row, actually. He looked really, really sharp. He was, uh, had, uh his short kicking game was good. Shocked me. Uh, but, um, some of his work with Piakura and co was, was very good. Reese Walsh, um, 111 super coach points, but had his traditional, actually, he had that, that spurt just after half time where he was brilliant. Forty twenty 20 kick into it. a back of whatever, two try assists and a try, and off we go. Like, an absolute freak. An absolute freak. Um, you're happy with him, and Cobo. Uh, support play attacking-wise is very good. And Piacora filling the hole. Um, I think they'll be
1: fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Madden played big minutes in the, in the in the half position and he did it pretty well. Uh, we've seen out of him what, since he's been up at the Broncos. He generally, when he does come in, does a pretty good job there. Um, Cobo, yeah. One or two times, he looked a little bit unsure of what was going on in defence in the centres, but um, yeah, attacking-wise, he's he's an, always a threat any time the ball goes anywhere near him. Um, all their big names, they just sort of gave them a, a jog through realistically, <laughs> especially in the forwards there, apart from, um, yeah, Pia Cora, who they, they really um, lent on, and I think they went out of their way to make sure that he no? was, um, you know, going to make sure he's did plenty of work and had to lead this this pack when the the other guys went off and he did a fantastic job he just did nothing but shore up looking like he's going to move into that um second row position even though he does have a little bit of competition with willison um obviously the experience there i would suggest has palia who starts prop does Willison doesn't willison start prop you think so
0: Maybe. Who's up the sleeve? Jensen? i I you can tell me I'm missing someone, obvious. Baker. Will it's gonna be a better, Baker. Yeah,
1: Baker. Not off the top of my head.
0: There's someone we've missed, a hundred percent. There'll be someone s people who's shouting us in the comments. Do so, shout yeah, at us. Absolutely. That's fine. Uh Haas, Hunt, Piercora. Oh Jensen and Haas started here. Pia... I don't think so. I think Willison comes back and starts prop. Kobe Hadrin's gonna be in the bench. Uh Tapau, where pay Tapao. Um spoil for choice.
1: Yeah, um, they're not going backwards anywhere anytime soon. They're gonna be uh they're gonna be a threat every weekend against every team they play. unless something dramatic goes wrong. Cowboys? Anything from them?
0: I um, I said I I I feel like I'd be lying if I made anything up here because I couldn't pay a lot of attention to them.
1: The state I was in. Yeah, no. Um, uh, the one that was, I was probably paying more attention to than anyone else was Finiaki, and yeah, he he did have a very good outing. Um, proved that he can move into that position. Thomas McKayley had a game uh, that he hasn't played for a long time. May mate? <laughs> he actually had a um a very good outing in this one as well uh had the house, more, or, more yeah. around some of the forwards uh, than anything else because the, the rest of the side was a whole heap of people that I've never seen let alone heard of <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry the other way around yeah never heard of let alone seen before so
0: fair enough um as I said they were
1: Rick- well and truly outclassed and um you know, they did their best at times they created a couple of opportunities but um, yeah, you're not going to see 95% of these guys anywhere near the first grade side, I would imagine. So, Selwyn Cobo, 67 points. Walsh, 111.
0: Piacora seventy-five. 75. Uh, Big B, Takura, 51. Tristan Saylor, actually, 52. But gosh darn, he's a player. Isn't he? I'm a player. Just come on and get just make shit happen. Finna Finuiki, 63. Milani, 60. Valamy, 49 with a of the couple intercepts and Michele, 56, as mentioned. Uh, let's wrap up with... Uh, yeah. Not a lot we can really take out of that, is there?
1: No, you want to you see the Cowboys this week when they're running out there close to full squad.
0: And we wrapped up with the Dolphins, 26 over the Titans. This is another one. I know, you know people might be happy to whip through it, but this is Titans reserve grade against the Dolphins. Um, they rolled out Tessie New, Farmworth and Co., uh, and they look good, good enough. Um, maybe, again, not quite as dominant as you want, but
1: there was enough in and about this game that you should be happy. Barn, what do you think? Yeah, relied a bit more on sort of um, one-on-one breaks of, breaks in play. The likes of, um, obviously, Flegler. Bostock had a decent outing out there. I think on, he, on I league. think he's on. I think he'll be
0: playing. I think you'll get him round one if you want him.
1: Yep. Um, not a huge amount of time for most of their forwards. It's more of sort of a warm-up. Gilbert was good in the, you know, I think he played half an hour, about thereabouts. Um, yeah, Lemuelu played just exactly what we've seen from him pre- previous time, and looks like he might be a bit hard done by <laughs> being back on the bench coming into this season. And uh, Wallace had a game. Wallace was uh, very strong for the the Dolphins in the middle of the field. He's just, a, a, I was impressed with he's the just a clever,
0: just um, a clever front rower Wallace, like he. He can yeah. pick and choose his spots very well and back-end games where he'll come off the bench and you will just go, right, I'm just going to line you up and I'm going to run
1: over you. Run some very good attacking angles, yeah. And it, it hits, you know, the the inside or outside shoulder of his opposition and generally gets half his body through. And then, you know, it has got a good offload on you, in him as well if he can, you know, if he's yeah. in the position to do it. I was, um yeah, if I was a Titans fan, I'd be pretty happy with their defense, to be honest. From a bunch of kids, their commitment and effort that they put in for a large part of this game, to keep this as close as they did. Uh, they they really worked hard for a big chunk of this game. And that's all – if they can do that,
0: um, the Titans become, as we've said, 26 points is enough if you can trust a team to
1: defend 26. You're in the game, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Um, young fella, they played at lock, Arama, Hayo, um big body, looked um, – Looked like someone who will handle first grade pretty well. Um, coming in there, wasn't really, you know, nobody else really stood out so much. We've seen Isaac Fasua Malawi before, and um, yeah. he did a decent job as well. But they were on the back foot for the entirety of this game, and the fact that they were able to snag a couple of tries to keep the, the, the score as close as they did, I think they did better than better than to be expected. So. Is
0: that a, in, in Herbie's Herbie. Um, what do you make of the Dolphins halves?
1: <laughs> it just seemed to be going through the motions, to be honest. They didn't yeah. really ever seem to put their foot to the floor and try to pull the game apart. Um Katoa again really seemed to be looked a little bit out of his depth again. Mm. Looks um quite happy to let everybody else take control and um just sort of sit back and hopefully you know, grab a a ball when he's half in space or something like that. But it's, it's a big year for him because
0: we we know what Nicarea brings to this team, mm-hmm. and I don't think you can carry
1: him for too long. Yeah, uh, he really needs to start trying to stamp his presence on the game a little bit, whether it's to add a little bit more running or try to um, really take control of that left hand side of the field. But and that's the thing.
0: With these younger – he's now in his third or first grade. With these younger players, you either go – you have the 5.8s that are just full of flair and need to tone down or you have your Sean O'Sullivan's and co who are – who they are, the game controllers. He, he doesn't quite
1: fit either. No, he does have some skill and flair in him. Like we saw at different parts during the year where he – you get real excited and get up and going and start start running into the line and throwing some passes. But um when they're when they're sort of fifty fifty hit and miss, that doesn't help what you do what you're trying to do. So You just love a foot in the throat at some point, wouldn't you? Just to go mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Here he is. This this is this is him. He needs a highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he's he's got a little bit of a kicking game and he does have some nice touches in him, but um does seem to uh, not get involved as much as you'd like to see out of him.
0: Avarillo, much from him?
1: To be honest, um, yeah, this is one I probably watched less than yeah, any
0: we, other game. And I'm in a bloody cricket grand final at the moment. Um, we'll put a hand up and say we didn't see enough of it to really stamp it. Is that fair? So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah up. absolutely. But, um, yeah, what I did see was most of the time when I was watching – in 10-minute spurts, the Titans were on the back foot and having to scramble, and they, they, they were, yeah, they put in a lot of effort to keep it as close as they did.
0: Something else we'll bring in here. Um, so we'll, we'll wrap up in a sec. Something else we'll bring in for maybe this year, you might hate this idea, but at least for now, uh, is we'll do, on some, the run. we'll do some buys and sells. So right. after the first round of trials, is there a team you want to go and get some stocks in, having... Set out for the year, and as a team, you're like you know. So I'll sell that, or a player, or a fucking commentator. Haven't listened to Dan Ganane again, or anyone else. Uh, um, that you
1: never buy and sell on, or yeah, well, the Warriors with the the stocks that were missing for mine. I thought that was quite a good performance, being a player short for sixty minutes. Um, and that just shows me that all those sort of bit parts are willing to to work for the cause and they looked very organized and they knew what, you know, what the game plan was. So going forward, throw on the rest of those guys in there. Um, probably speculating. I'd probably buy a few couple of doggy stocks as well. To be honest, it was, um, their attack looked a lot better than I thought it was ever going to. They did play a bit of that high rolling sort of, um, past, you know, touch footy type footy at times, but it, it worked. And, um, they they did have a lot a lot more strength through the middle of the field than I thought that they they would have done previously. Um, a lot of these teams didn't have you know, the squads out there. Yes, yeah, so we're all reading too much into
0: something. Nothing, to, aren't we?
1: yeah buy or sell yeah. <laughs> many stocks. Um, I, I, I think, think if I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy and I don't.
0: These. Yeah, I, I sort of agree, and we might never speak of this again once we talk off air. Yes, <laughs> not your head, but um, I think you've now the two bulldogs from where we had them ranked I'm interested now not so much from a windy comp point of view but maybe yep. a top 12 point of view uh, so you got to buy some stocks there and and the warriors I think you you've done well I don't have any in the first place but I think I'm, I mean, if I'm se- if <laughs> I'm selling I'm selling dra- that- I'm selling dragon shares if well, I Well
1: I've never had any I didn't buy any dragon shares to begin with so No I mean, they're, heart, <laughs> they're, 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 they're too
0: cheap <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so but it's something we—it's something you might just think about every week. Maybe a player, maybe a, a coach, yeah, no, maybe a, Once a commentator. We get into the maybe a proper. It'll be much easier oh, to pinpoint this kind of stuff. And it's something to open the batting with every week—a buy and a sell—I think it might be yeah. interesting. Now, uh, do you want to do have a look at this week's teams very quickly? Sure. Or anything else you want to discuss before we get through it?
1: No, no. Did you have any more? Was there any more feedback from? Uh, yeah, well, let's have Those a look at this Yeah,
0: absolutely um, Luke Thompson, 2024 Dogs for the Flag Thanks Luke, uh, enjoy your career in Super League uh, Matt <laughs> Sykes, really solid informed analysis Good blokes make it easy listening from a recent subscriber well, Thank you, Matty. Oh,
1: That's beautiful uh,
0: Agree, they've got their feet in the ground sometimes uh, Pompey and Martin will not be in the first run on squad And if they are, I'll eat my hat I'll also have a few dollars on it If there's any takers That's from Mike uh, Pompey won't, but Martin surely will. And this is all in relation to our pre-season preview. Uh, UltraVez said, Parramatta has the best set of juniors coming through for many years. They said, Strangeness number six. There was a bunch of others. Oh, and old mate Queenslander, our man, um, went and commented on every single post. So God bless him. Good man, Queenslander. If, Queenslander, you, Queenslander. if you're around for Magic Round, um, reach out and we'll have a beer. Maybe Lord Alfred when we you know, doing a show there. Uh there's a few others, but I don't think anything else really yeah, interesting. Yeah. Bits and pieces and tell us we're all fuck that's fine, really <laughs> Uh anything in reply
1: to all of that? There wasn't much there worth re- replying no, on. I but was more appreciate the one. kind words there. I think that was on the back of our Warriors chat, I think. So again, yeah, when you say nice things about people's teams, <laughs> they generally respond pretty nicely. So Hey, and
0: we're buying stocks.
1: Yeah. All uh, right. Um,
0: just a quick read. So generally, uh, if it's your first time around, again, Uh. we'll do a standalone preview show. Uh, so we're going to try, hopefully, all things permitting, bar when do review shows, Monday nights, previews, Wednesdays. that sound fair? Yep. At least for YouTube consistency. Uh, and thanks to everyone even that hasn't commented, but also subscribed. Great turnout in the last few weeks. Uh, leave us feedback. Leave us some links. Join us. Join us. Uh, more importantly, the Lifeline Supercoach.com, but also our Supercoach group, which um, I would love to give the code for, but I don't have in front of me. Uh, it'll be up on socials. Uh, this week, though, just quickly ripping through teams and some team news. Um, the Bunnies and Roosters play. Obviously, they're off to Vegas. It's two reserve grade teams. Um, the only thing even worse mentioning is, is Yelene Gordon's going to play, uh, <laughs> who last played, I think, in 2011. She's playing front row for the Bunnies. Sharks and Bulldogs. At Dylan Napper gets a start, and Dylan Napper's going to get a going to get a game. Uh, the Sharks, they've named essentially what I would say would be their full strength team. Uh, Kafusi in the front row. There, Kafusi. So Kennedy, Katoa, Ramey, and Talakai, Mulatalo Trendle, Hines. Uh, Kafusi starting prop. Brayley Hunt, Nakura, Wilton McGuinness. Uh Still no Fanukan. Still no
1: I mean ULA
0: ULA Um the rest of the Heroti's on the bench, the Rest of the Guys are on the bench, Rudolph Hazleton, um Calhoun Williams the bench there. Uh any thoughts on that, Barn, as a as a Sharkies fan?
1: Yeah, no, as you said, pretty close to the um the run on side that you'd expect in round one. And then ULA will probably come in, push Kafusi back to the bench, and then uh, another bench spot will be probably taken up by um, Finnegan. So there's two guys there on the bench that we'll, we'll need to worry about come you round he one. he comes a benchy, or do you, you reckon he comes back into the front row? Who's that? Finnegan. I think ULA comes back into the front row. Um, they okay. might start Finnegan in the front row as well, push Hunt back to the bench, but... Fair enough.
0: No, just... This is all speculation Doggies Blake Taff has kept the one Stephen Crichton will be playing He'll be playing at four At car at five Burton Hutchinson Bronson Cherries retained his spot uh, Bulldogs front row is Max King and uh, Silly. Uh, kick is playing Preston Jamin Salmon starts at lock Hughes on a bench Curran on the bench Moran on the bench Curtin Mann uh, On the extended bench Not a bunch of other thirds the Ono uh, Toby Sexton's on the extended bench And Skelton as well I reckon this is pretty close to what we're going to see Round one for the Bulldogs
1: Yeah, this is pretty much exactly it, I think I mm. don't see much else changing um, Where's Connor team. Tracy injured? No, I don't think so No
0: Connor Tracy, okay Fair enough Not that I know of. Uh, No Caraz No
1: no Karras, yeah, so no, no, Karaz, I would expect so he might be him to start somewhere.
0: He'd be on the other wing, surely, surely. That said, I'm a big fan of Blake Wilson. Um, so that's interesting. Um, so it looks like, like as I suggested earlier, that that sweep play into Crichton now sort of excites me a little bit. And if Crichton's a goal kicker as well, I'll give it some thought. Bulldogs, you know, I know the Bulldogs fans hate us, but a little bit interested to see how they go. This would be a good test in the middle for both teams, I think. Um, well, it's a it's a proper test because there are two teams. Literally, say about him is where's their middle?
1: Missing, yeah, missing a front rower uh, or two. Um, yeah, I think this will be a re- a really good test, um, even on the edges as well. You're pressing and kick out up against Nakora and Wilton, and um, yeah, Wilton had a bit of a shocker on the weekend, so there could, <laughs> there could be some issues there. Um, might even be a little bit closer than the odds are suggesting, to be honest, just coming off what the Bulldogs did present with last week. What are the odds? The big question now? marks are obviously going to be around the the halves and um, what kind of continuity you can get out of Burton and Hutchinson and the way that they're going to set up uh, with their attack. So big watch on this game, I think. You also get your man Bubba back, so he'll be happy. Exactly. with um, yeah, And obviously Trindle, how he's going to set up and how he's going to fit into this. I don't think the, the Sharks attack will change a great deal, but you might see a, a little bit more digging into the line and a few more kicks in behind on that left edge than what you saw with, um, with Moylan there. So.
0: Saturday kicks off at 145 with Melbourne and the Knights. Uh, Pappy stars we get Warwick back. who meanie's back as well in the centres. Storm essentially naming a full-strength team except for Munster as well. Harry Grant run on side at, and Christian Walsh. Uh, no Munster on the extended bench, so you know, keeping the big gun on ice. Pong is going to have a run. Tawala does get that extra wing spot. Gay Guy Best, Marzu Gamble Hastings. Crossland uh, with the Braley injury is going to be there. Dylan Lucas is in a starting side, but Kai Pierce-Paul is coming back from a surgery. And Cogger at 14. What do you think about this one?
1: Another really tough um, matchup. Like, these. The more I see these full team lists that looking going into round one, they, these teams are a lot closer than than previously isn't it, expected, like, isn't to be it, honest. This year should um, be a fantastic comp. Yeah, it's, it's just looking like it's going to be as close as ever coming into this one. Big watch on Kai Pier- Pierce-Paul, obviously, um, yet to be seen in the NRL. I think uh, he'll be out to make a name for himself here. Um, bench rotation, Knights have probably got a, a little bit of an edge there. Um big question marks around the six and seven and how they, when they decide to inject Cogger into this game and, w- and what happens there, you got Ponger back at fullback as well with Paffenhausen. So that's going to be the matchup. <laughs> I think whoever's got the, the biggest involvement in the attacks there is probably going to come out on top with these two fullbacks.
0: Absolutely. Warriors Dolphins from Go Media Stadium at 3.45 on the Saturday uh, as we mentioned earlier, Tua tour for tour, is going to be the full-back. Dallin's back. have a run. Berry, RTS, Montoya, Metcalf, Johnson, uh, Fenua Blake, Barnett, Egan. Again, pretty much full-strength, I would suggest, this Warriors team. Capel debuts. uh back at lock. lusik Niakore, Tavunga, Afoa. And a Dolphins' Hammer, Izako, New, Farmworth, Bostock, Katoa, Sullivan – Bromwich boys, Flegler, oh, no boys, just Jesse, um, Flegler, Kafusi, Aiken, Gilbert. The bench is Nichols Taware of Avarillo Donia, which is quite thin. Um, the rest of them, are, or, or the rest of the regular forwards are on the extended bench. They'll have a run. But probably not far off their expected back lines here either. I'm very interested to see this. I would almost suggest that's the Warriors' top team in front of us there. Mm-hmm. Depending whether they go Dylan Walker or Freddie Lusik, but yeah, you see.
1: Yeah, probably a little bit of size to be introduced into the Dolphins uh bench there. Um, I'm not sure they play both Avarillo and Donahue coming into the um Well, they'll just the season they proper. Down. It's, um yeah.
0: Not with Wally not with Wally Not with Waller. Kenny Bromwich, erased down on the bench, that won't be happening. No, we'll
1: nah, um, big test for the halves for the Dolphins. Obviously, uh, Oren
0: Keely was pretty good.
1: I thought, yeah, yeah he, he, we was, mentioned him, but he's yeah, in and around the squad. Sorry, go. Yeah, big, big test here for the um, well, the forward pack as well for the Dolphins. It's going to be coming up against one of the the better packs that we saw last year. It really test out Flegler and uh, Gilbert and Aiken. I, I would imagine. Uh, but, yeah, O'Sullivan and Katoa really need to show how they're going to um, provide some opportunities for some of these talented outside backs for the Dolphins. Uh, could get ugly if uh, the, the Warriors really start to dominate that middle.
0: It's 5 to 6 on Saturday afternoon. Seagulls host the Broncos. Both these teams are currently on their way to... LA, Vegas. so we don't need to spend much time on this. Brad Park is starting 11, as we mentioned earlier. Blake Moses playing. Kurt Falls playing halfback. Uh, we'll move on. Not much to take from that. The Dragons host the Tigers at 8 o'clock Saturday evening, in the middle of my final, but I might sneak this game into the pub. Uh, I would suggest pretty much both teams are going to be what we're going to get in the comp here. I don't know about the new change for the Dragons, but definitely the, dra- um, the starting lineup. We got uh, Tua Peluto and Faino up their sleeve on the bench. For the Tigers, I suggest uh, the only difference uh, we get to see Justin Ollan. We get to see Stafford Tower, Sullivan, and Caesar are both in the halves. Uh, Safar keeps that lock spot. Locky Gavin fourteen, which is never the first game, and I suggest could well be their utility this year. Uh, Twile comes back. Pola Um... Interesting. I'll, as a Tigers fan, I would hope Tigers win this and win this well because otherwise look like fuck fuckwit. But what are you thinking, Mum?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a game that uh, I think they really do have to um, stamp themselves as an improver on the year because if they, you know, they come out and just have a muddling win or a, um, even a defeat against the, the Dragons here, it, it, it won't look great going into the season proper. I could almost suggest
0: um, given Flanagan's coming back too like they're two first time coaches doing this. I could almost see this being like a proper first grade. They'll both be
1: trying to win this game. You would imagine so, yeah. I I can see both of these forward plaques probably playing pretty pretty long minutes um to try and set up that that middle of the field because there's question marks around the the combinations with the six and the seven from both sides, so that's probably your biggest watch out of this game for the weekend. I would imagine they're seeing what kind of combinations can be struck up between the six and the seven for both of those sides, and how they inject their their ones and um, their centers. So.
0: Yeah, whatever that means for those that are fans of watching you know teams twelve through fourteen. Three o'clock at Queenbian Art Oval. Uh, Raiders host the Cowboys, who the Raiders have named Hoppawade at one. at on the wing. Tomoko and Schiller in the centre. Savage in the wing. Same halves as last week, Weeks and Strange. Uh, Josh Papi has a run. Levi starts. Goula starts. Hudson Young, Whitehead Smithies, the starting forward back. Tom Starling, Kotrick, Trey Mooney, Jed Stewart on the bench. The rest of them are up their sleeves. Zach Hoskins on an extended bench, which we will watch for. I suggest this will be close to, once Tarpane's back, close to their starting forward pack, and I guess we'll see what we get from the rest. For the Cowboys, eh, that's full strength. Backline, Drinkwater, Felt, Holmes, Laybutt, Torlangi, Dearden, Townsend, McLean, Robson, Tomalolo, Lukey, Nanai, Cotter, Granville, Neem, Hess, McIntyre, Tom Chester on an extended bench, Fiyanuki on an extended bench, on extended bench. But I suggest that would be their full strength. Team, you would want to see something out of know, the Cowboys this week, wouldn't you, Bun?
1: Yeah, I would like to see Finny Fuiaki in the in the seventeen, to be honest, but maybe not. Yeah, um, Yeah, really would expect the the Cowboys to come out here and try to sort of make a statement. Um, especially with these the, the big guys in the back row. They'd be itching for a game, I would imagine, and um, you know, they they can take a game away from people. Tamalolo in the front row is interesting, but probably not before time. Probably where we're going to see him for the rest. That's of where he's going to live his life now. Next few years, I would imagine. Um, yeah, there's some strike in this back in the back line there for the Cowboys, and I'd be surprised if they don't um, put a I think two or three try gap on the, the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Um. Not much, Dad. Looking for looking for yeah. End of the day, Cowboys should be a team we all want to watch play. So I hope they get it right. And we're going to wrap up with the Titans and Para uh, and Ty- Desi's finally taken the uh, cling wrap off the team and named a proper team here. Keeney at one, uh, AJ at four. Usual suspects in between. Waker, Capellas, C of the starting front row, which means Tino at thirteen. Which you know, if only we'd been around. Uh, Jacob Alec and Beau Furmore back at 12. Looking forward to seeing this, actually. Uh, Randall Joll of Clark Haas, if they, as you said, if they can get their attitude right, this is a proper football team. Parramatta is exactly Parramatta. I reckon that's full strength power, except uh, Madison on the extended bench. Everything else is what you would have seen for the last couple of years. Uh, Joey Lusk is the starting nine, and they are starting at hands at 14, uh, despite the fact they... Should, well... It's a trial game, but B yeah, is on record as saying he'd prefer just one hooker to a long in a seven as his joffer. Um
1: good game. Good game. Yeah, I think he gave hands a pretty good showing last week, so he's probably just um given Joey Lussick the right of reply in this one. Um this is probably a perfect game for both these teams, realistically. Um you're going to have space real and time. Good You're going to be able to, to throw the
0: ball around. You're going to have Forwards to, to have
1: a stretch out yeah. and, um, you know, up against some good, strong opposition. And then, yeah, a, a very good chance once the ball gets outside of those big fellas in the middle to um, to run some shapes at some indifferent defense at times. <laughs> um, obviously, we haven't seen a lot of AJ defending out in the centers, but the um, rest of these guys have been exposed at times, uh, the likes of, Kelly and Sammy and Sivo turning around to collect balls, and um, yeah, Simmonson and Pennicini sometimes get a bit ahead of the play and can be broken open. So, I'd expect this one to be a real tough dower affair for probably half an hour, and then you might see some um, some footy being thrown around in the outside backs.
0: You want to, see, you if you're a Parramatta fan, you want to see Moses Brown and Gutho
1: all involved, don't you? Oh, hundred percent. You want them running the show and you want them to really once they if they do get a um a a chance to maybe take a lead, really put the foot on the throat and try to um put this game away before they're taken off and given the last twenty minutes to rest.
0: <laughs> exactly right. Um, dare I ask you, Bart, has anything got you frothing?
1: Obviously, I want to see my sharks boys. This forward battle here is actually one that really gets me pretty excited, to be honest. And um, these
0: ones or the Sharks one?
1: No, this this Titans and the Eels. Yeah. I think that's, that's going to be a, a fantastic be um, forward battle. Yeah, it'll go on for at least a good half an hour, and you'll see some um, some tremendous footy played in the middle of the field. And the Warriors and Dolphins. I think that's another one that they they line up quite good there in the middle of the field with some. Um, Question marks around, obviously, uh, Flegler coming into a new side and Tom Gilbert coming back from injury, but I think they line up really well and you're going to see another top-class forward battle. May not be for, you know, the entirety of the game because we're still in trial mode, but um, I think you're going to see a good half an hour of um, some some big forwards slogging it out in the middle of the field. I'm really
0: excited to see that, yeah, I agree. I'm really excited to see that 6 o'clock... Sunday game, the Para-Titans, because mm-hmm. it's always a lot of fun. I'm really excited to see the Storm in the night. that would be a lot of fun too, just to see where they're all lining up. And obviously I really hope that the Tigers can, you know, beat the Dragons, but it's no different to having an egg in my face in the last five years. Uh, anything else you want to finish on, Barnum? Otherwise you should get out of here, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Time for
1: bed, I think. Nothing from me, mate.
0: Alright buddy, thank you You can find us on all the socials You can leave us some feedback below We will go and uh, we'll do this all again next, This time next week We will um come back and review all the trials And we Then we've got that weird ass thing We have to preview two games <laughs> it's going to be strange, isn't it? I don't know. I, I think we have to do that. We might tack it on at the end of next week's review. We'll see how this. We all brushed goes. over
1: a few games this week that probably won't be happening next week. With um, you know, mo- most teams putting out some pretty strong lineups. So yeah, if you have made might be it a little bit more a, in-depth it, analysis, two and hours into this, um, trust trials.
0: me. Generally, we'll talk more about everyone's team than just uh, the ones that tickle our fancy. But thank you, mate. Go and get some sleep. You got an early start as always. Now. Right. Uh, Leave us some feedback, do all the good stuff, and we will talk soon. See you guys.